When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all got your drink, fellas. Got my drink. It was like, ooh, our lips look so good. I got good everything, Chuck. What else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture, I think. Ooh. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, a.k.a. Okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome to TGIF. I am joined by my guys, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. We're here to spill the hot topics and talk about everything that's trending on social media and in the news and have a good time doing it and sipping on us a little something, something. So without further ado, let me introduce my fantastic co-stars. Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? Chilling, trying to make this money. Please welcome talk show personality, multimedia personality, Funky Dineva. What's up, Funky? Hey, (laughs) y'all. Claudia, you looking good. Al, you looking even better with your cream sweater on. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, Q, are you good over there? I know there was some stuff that happened earlier. I'm just going to go. We don't get into it. I had to slap the shit out of somebody down to the bar. This Hispanic, Hispanic called me a nigga and I grabbed his face and I said, let me tell you something, baby. I'm going to let you get away with that first one. Call me again. He said it again. Baby, I slapped fire out his ass and I sent out a video and I don't apologize for it either. You Let me tell you one thing about me, baby. You're not going to disrespect me to my face. Now, you can say whatever the hell you want to say about me behind my back. But when you get bold enough to say that shit to my face, I slapped that hoe so hard. You know what she did? She bought me a shot, then apologized. That's how you do it. Uh, you slap someone in the face? I, I reached back from the ancestors and slapped that bitch from the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. I slapped her for the middle passage. I slapped her for Kizzy. I slapped her for Chicken George. I slapped that bitch so hard. Then I grabbed the face. I said, let me ask you a question. Will you ever call another black person this? He said, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And I said, the next time you said you're going to get punched. I said, say it again. That bitch ain't <gasps> say it. What, what nationality was this person? Hispanic. Venezuelan. <laughs> Something over there. Speaking of Spanish, bitch, all you need to know is he wasn't black. The funniest part, Claudia, was the guy was actually a pretty big guy. I was concerned when I first saw the video, right? But this is the funny part. Q got down on his knees and said, everybody move out the way. Come on. Come on. You want to fight? He said, swing, swing. And so the guy was like, no, I don't want to fight. And so then Q laid down on the ground and said, come on, come on. Look, what is, what you going to do? Come on. It was funny. It was, you have I told to... that bitch, if you bad as you say it is, bitch, I lay down on the ground. Say it again. <laughs> You fun. know, how do we feel about who can I, I know, of course, I mean, I like to think that we none of us should be saying, but we say it, black people, right? I had a friend that's Puerto Rican that would say it sometimes, and I would cringe every time. And I had to, I had to, I had to call her, her out on that. And I think some Puerto Ricans kind of think that they can. Who, who, who do y'all think can and cannot say it? And have y'all experienced that with other, you know, non-black nationalities that feel like they're black adjacent? Listen, I don't give a damn what you do when you're not in my presence. But you said it once, and I said, please don't say that 
to me. And it wasn't that he said it. Had he just said it and I heard it, I wouldn't have cared. He called me one. And uh, he paid the ultimate price. I slapped piss out that bitch, and I ain't shamed by it either. Well, there goes our not swearing for the show. Right. <laughs> well, one day we'll get on network TV, right? And I'll post a video on my Instagram after this for mm-hmm. all the girls that want to know what really went down. Okay, but you're going to respect the queen when you see him, bitch. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. What y'all what y'all drinking on tonight? I'm just drinking cranberry juice because I'm already turned up. I don't I don't I already slap somebody tonight. I don't are need you, it. Are you buzzed already? <laughs> I ain't buzzed. I'm hyped. I'm ready to slap anybody who say anything disrespectful on this line. So you I'm and saying. Al beware. Tre- like like Miss Kenny say, tread lightly. Oh, you threatening, you threatening, huh? You making threats tonight? Ah, uh, what are you drinking? I'm, I have a shot of tequila and a glass of red wine. Don't ask. Gas yeah, station red wine, like he normally do. <laughs> Don't ask. I got some. I shit. haven't drank in a while because I've been trying to lose weight. I lost seven or eight pounds on that cleanse and this stupid salad shit I've been doing. You terminated the pregnancy. I terminated the pregnancy. Right, exactly. Imagine terminating a 48-year-old baby. Okay. If I get pregnant at 48, it's a miracle, but it's the second coming of Jesus. I'm keeping that thing. Okay. Anyways, we're going to Aruba tomorrow, so it's all going to go down tomorrow. So I had to fast for this. All right, y'all. Let's get into some hot topics here. Last week, comedian Fuquan Johnson was one of three people who were pronounced dead after overdosing at a party in Los Angeles. Now, according to the report, police were called to the scene shortly after midnight where they discovered four people who appeared to be deceased. Officials believe that Johnson, along with the other victims, ingested cocaine laced with fentanyl, a deadly synthetic opioid, 50 times more potent than heroin. Now, public health experts are saying that overdoses are on the rise and fentanyl is to blame. What are your thoughts on the recent rise of celebrities overdosing on drugs and this increase, it's seemingly, of fentanyl use? So let me tell you all something, okay? And I never let a bitch spray me with my own tea. I make no apologies about my past recreational drug use in my younger years. Make sure you buy your drugs from the same person that you've been getting them from for all the years. Don't go to the club, get no new drugs from no new person you do not know. This fentanyl stuff, I don't know what it is, but because of COVID, the ports is closed, the docks is closed, the trucks is closed. They can't get the drugs across the U.S. the way they used to. And these girls is not cutting the cocaine with cornstarch, talcum powder, and baking soda like they used to. They putting this fentanyl in it. Now, listen, baby, when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, them people ain't teach me nothing about what fentanyl is. I don't even know where the girls is getting that from, but my advice to anybody coming from one of the girls who used to party, make sure you get your drugs from the same person that you been getting them from because they probably not using no damn fentanyl. Don't you buy no 20 bag from no new girl at no bar or at no restaurant or at no club because your ass will end up dead like these people, dead to the bed, honey. I am sorry for this. And, and listen, and I'm not promoting drug use, but I miss the days when drug dealers would cheat you out your money and put cornstarch in your dope and not fentanyl. Or, or, or don't or do not do do drugs? <laughs> Al, what do you have to say about this? 
Well, you know, I, to me, I want to have a good, a real conversation about this. The, to think that we're not going to do drugs doesn't make sense, right? Like, I think we're not going to do drugs. I mean, we're not going to stop this behavior just because this has happened, right? The only thing that scares me is that more than close to 100,000 people died of drug overdose last year. And what I would like to support in this is what many health departments are saying, that the same way you carry EpiPen, if you are a drug user where uh, fentanyl could be mixed into your drugs, they are recommending that you carry what's called an EZU pen. That EZU pen is once you start to exhibit signs of overdose, you are administered the EZU pen and it will save your life. So I'm going to say this for those drug users out there that know that you can't wake up overnight and stop using drugs let's just be prepared so that if anything goes wrong you can make it back right or don't don't do drugs drugs. okay moving on Uh, a meme of um a little lookalike in a fake nike campaign went viral after kevin samuels voiced his concerns about the caption which read BBWs, don't be afraid to get on top. If he does, wait, if he does, he dies. Okay, if he dies, he dies. Okay, Kevin reposted the meme on his Instagram page with a caption, whether it's real or not, the remains, this remains prevalent today. So now is violence okay, or is it just a one-way violence from women to men? Oh wait, it's just a joke, right? No major or even minor brand would dare to do something like this if the genders were reversed. Awaiting the outrage from women and the damn demands to cancel. Why do you think, Samuels get so heated about a meme that one is is fake and two isn't even Lizzo. Al, um, I don't know. I I I I just feel like that he's always looking for a reason to troll, to have a conversation, to stir up uh, controversy, and to be covered. Like once again, we're talking about him. Um, but the bigger issue for me is who produced this fake ad and why did they use a Lizzo lookalike and a huge brand like Nike? I think we need to explore who we think did that because I feel like it may have been someone close to Lizzo's team. I don't know, but that's just kind of how I feel about it. Q? Here's the gag though. The ad is a beautiful ad and the ad is the living manifestation of everything Lizzo tries to portray she is with the whole body confidence and stuff. And I'm not going to lie to you. That big girl is sexy. Yes, big girl. We see you. Go, big girl. What you gonna do? Go, big girl. What you gonna do? Bench press a fat girl. That is sexy. I wish it was Lizzo and Kevin Samuels. You know, I ain't got nothing to say to that girl. I mean, shoe fly don't bother me. I'm in love with somebody else. Uh, I think Kevin Samuels just waits around just seeing what he can just post to just outrage women, especially. Mm -hmm. I just think that's his sweet spot. That's where he got the most attention. That's where he gets the most followers. And that's where he gets his money. This black female outrage. So, all right. Speaking of outrage, this story is pretty outrageous. Singer Jaheim facing serious uh, animal cruelty charges after police found six dogs in partially water filled animal crates in the driveway of his home. Now, according to my central Jersey, nine more dogs were found inside the home in varying stages of emaciation without access to uh, food and water. The singer's being charged with third degree animal cruelty and failure to provide necessary care to an animal. How do y'all feel about this story and this downward spiral of Jaheem ever since he wore the purple suit and tried to get in the funeral? And Whitney Fume. Listen, Jaheen was supposed to be the second coming of Luther Vandross. He had the voice. 
He had the look. He had the sex appeal. He had the machine behind him. How the hell he became the cat lady on Hoarders, I do not know. I just work here, but it's sad. And I don't know if that's an ASPCA photo or a mug shot, but he looked like somebody need to put a GoFundMe up for his mental health because something is not right. And how many dogs they said he had, Claudia? 15? It was, yeah, it was a lot. Listen, he don't even make, make enough money to have 0.15 square feet or acres worth of house, yet alone 15 dogs. And quiet as a skip, I can't even get mad with him for the dogs being emaciated because he looked emaciated. Oh, Al. God. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? I I I agree with you. Like at one at one point, Jaheen was had it all. I mean, he was an attractive guy. I just feel like where are his friends? Does he have any friends? Where are his friends? You know, where's his family? That's what's the first thing comes to mind. I mean, it's clearly that he's going through something, whether it's mental health, emotional or something. He's got something going on in his life that's just not making the best version of himself show up. But I'm going to tell you something. You can't mess with these folks' dogs like this. White people will make you pay the same way they made Michael Vick pay. And I'm going to tell you something. There's two things that you don't mess with with white folks. White folks, you do not mess. Black men, uh, black men are not allowed to take their girls and you don't mess with their dogs. So Jaheen, whatever we need to do or whoever needs to do to kind of help you push past this, come on, brother, let's get the help that's needed. And it's the so hair club for men, the hair club for men, not only is he a member, but he's the president. <laughs> it's giving me, I mean, it's only right that he get caught up with dogs because it's giving me a real mange, humane society tease around here. I'm just saying. Well, you know, TGIF is not one to kick a good man when he's down. So on that note, we are going to go to a quick break before we say something really messed up. We'll be right back. Jaheim, keep your head up. We'll be right back. And call it a humane society. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Now back to the hot topics. Wendy Williams fans received some concerning news on Thursday when social media pages indicated that ongoing health issues have forced her to cancel the promo tour for her show. Now, a statement posted to Wendy's Instagram says, Wendy is dealing with some ongoing health issues and is undergoing further evaluations. She will not be able to complete her promotional activities next week, but can't wait to be back in her purple chair Monday, September 20th for the 13th season premiere do you commend Wendy for taking uh, the time to focus on her health? Or what do you think about this story, Al? You're on mute. We can't hear You're you. You're on mute, Al. Sorry, guys. This story, I don't know about you guys, but this story had me really worried. Considering the news cycle and all these celebrities dealing with death and, and health issues surrounding drugs. So I, I was just really, 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 really worried. I'm hoping that Wendy's okay. I hope that she hasn't relapsed and got a, health, got a hold of some type of, type of bad product. I mean, and we all know that she's been very vocal about her use in the past. So I just hope that she's okay. And yes, for sure, I, I'm really glad that whatever it was, she's taking time off to take care of herself. So what say per, you? Per se, what you're saying is you hope Wendy ain't got a hold of that fentanyl. I mean, because you said bad product. Here's the thing. Wendy and them stovepipe legs, she got lymphedema, okay? Wendy thigh and her ankle is the same damn size. And that's the whole disease and the sickness in itself. She be in a whole machine, wrapping it up, trying to make it sweat it out and all those other things. 
I ain't gonna never get mad with nobody who got a corporate job who take FMLA from their job, family medical leave assistance, FMLA, because she could have been like the rest of y'all hoes that was doing PPP fraud in order to get a couple of days off. But Wendy decided she gonna take FMLA and get her legs together. And listen, I'm not mad with that lady because that lady say she got to sit in that purple chair and cross her legs and she don't want her thigh and her ankle looking the same size. So she's going to take FMLA. I think you get six weeks that that short-term disability. And if you got that good insurance, you get another 13 to 60 weeks on long-term. Let that lady take however much time she need. Jerry O'Connell going to go do her show. Bambi Smith going to go over there and do some of them bevelations or whatever she be doing over there with that book. And Wendy will be... Okay. Okay, good to know. <laughs> He's ready tonight. The views um, expressed by Funky Dineva, aka Quentin, are not those of Fox. Listen, oh, I'm very Fox well versed in corporate Fox affiliates. I'm very well versed in corporate <laughs> FMLA because baby, I frauded the hell out of the jobs I work for. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Q, I love you, Q. I love you. I- love you you bring the funny and i needed to hear this from you and see your face I and hear you your fuckery story sorry to the mm-hmm. lawyers i said fuckery i needed to say fuckery i just said fuckery all right moving on donald trump okay talk about a spiral i think this is a downward spiral mm-hmm. want to get y'all's opinion he attended a press conference for the Evanda Holyfield versus v- Vita Belfort fight that's happening Saturday uh, down in Florida. Now, Trump was asked a hypothetical question uh, related to who he would fight and go toe to toe with. After saying that fighting a professional boxer wouldn't go so well because he knows his fat white ass would lose. Uh, he said he'd fight President. Come on, Joe Biden. Trump went on to say that uh, if if you said I had to box somebody, I think I my probably my easiest fight would be Joe Biden because I think he'd go down very very quickly. Can you guys imagine Trump <laughs> and Biden in a boxing ring? I think Trump overestimates his strength because from what I remember, he could even hold a glass of water without using a second hand. What do y'all think about this? Whoever wants to go first. I- well, listen, we can't say too much because Joe Biden fell to sleep on a whole meeting with damn man from Israel. So at this point, <laughs> I don't know if I'm Democrat, Republican or dead. OK, because between them two trillion dollars they spent in Afghanistan and I don't give a good goddamn who set it up between that and Biden falling asleep, I ain't got no hope in now one of the ass, okay? You run either one of them around a Chevy Cabalet, two times they both gonna be out of breath and need help from an EMT. So I'm gonna call it a draw. Uh-huh. Fair, Al? I agree with Funky. I really, uh, nothing else to add to that. The fact that he's going to be emceeing a fight and you were the president, I, I don't know. I feel like he's just—he's such an attention whore of the, the Trump that I knew. The ego-driven need to be just celebrated—it's just—it's just never ending. All right, moving on. Raven Simone is making it clear that she's different from her Disney character in Raven's Home. The singer and actress said Disney gave her the option to make Raven Baxter a lesbian for that. So Raven, the reboot, Raven's Home, but she declined. 
The offer was presented to Raven after she came out as a lesbian in 2013. Raven said, uh, and the reason I said no wasn't because I wasn't proud of who I was or I didn't want to represent the LBGTQ plus community in any way. It was because Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter. It, there's no reason for me to change the human that she was in order to fit the actress that played her. Do you think Raven made the right choice? She most definitely made the right choice. Listen, we already know she's a card carrying lesbian. She told us that before. I think the Disney Channel thing that she's got going on is a great thing and it has nothing to do with nothing. Um, and, and it should stay that way. Okay. It should stay that way. Al? Um, I, I agree with uh, Funky on this one. I think it was commendable for her to say that. And and I think it's because Disney, Disney is one of the largest children um, networks that actually teach uh, millions and millions of kids in the United States. And for me, I feel like when it comes to sexuality, we need to bring some of that in. This is just my old, old, old being old school self-talking where parents introduce and have talks with the kids about sexuality, then it always being played out on television. So I agree with her. Let Raven um, Baxter be Raven Baxter. I think it was kind of uh, opportunistic as for Disney to do that. Like, you know, we don't have to just just put it in everything. I Make think we, we right. Yeah, and it's we, performative. We, it's it performative. is performative. It feels a little like forced. Okay. What does that mean for a twelve-year-old audience? The mom's a lesbian. Ooh. I think at this point, it's not even so taboo anymore. Like, it's like okay. It's not even rare. It's so it's it's very mainstream. If we gonna normalize it, normalize it. Don't highlight it. Normalize it. We already right. know she a lesbian. She like eating carpet. We like we know that. Cute. But I'm just dry as it wanna be. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No one drinking before the show. <laughs> I'm drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> Okay, guys, uh, got some Nicki Minaj news. Oh, Lord. Court records obtained by the people show that the 43-year-old pleaded guilty on Thursday during a virtual hearing with the U.S. District Court of uh, Central... Wait, what is this? Hold on. Oh, this is about her husband. husband yeah. uh, her husband, yeah, now faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison and a lifetime of supervised release. Uh, Nicki's husband is just, you know, failing to register as a sex offender. Um what are your thoughts regarding this update on the case and her husband? And and do you think it's going to eventually affect Nikki's career? Or is Nikki just so out of there as far as in the stratosphere, as far as her, her celebrity? I mean, her celebrity is pretty firmly cemented, her success. Do you think this is going to affect her eventually or no? Al, what you think? You know what? I, a bell went off in my head when I read this article. Like, now it makes perfect sense to me. So this particular uh, sex offender situation, right, happened in uh, 2020. So if a bell went off in my head. This is why she is trying to pay off that young lady to change her story so that the uh, charges against him will be reversed because... If he gets indicted in January, he will have to serve jail time, which makes her pretty much a single mother, right? He goes go into jail and she's a single mother. So now it all makes sense to me why she's trying to offer up money for that young lady to change her story. You know, I said it in a previous video that we did or previous show. I'm all for offering money to make something go away. But baby, you didn't offer enough considering what you worth. <laughs> 
you did not offer enough. And I know some of y'all going to judge me and say, I ain't got no moral fiber, but we all got a price. We all got a price. And there is a price that Nikki could have paid to make this go away. She lowballed that lady and offended her. 500000 is not enough. Five million, baby. What his name was, I don't even know him. Uh, I don't even know that nickel. Oh, my gosh. Then on top of that, the associates allegedly, you know, the third party is making threats to this lady. It just didn't make it any better. So I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be Nikki's demise. I think her fans are pretty baked in. I don't know. All right, moving on. Uh, NBA player Carl Anthony Towns is calling out internet trolls for body shaming his girlfriend, Jordan Woods. Jordan is known for posting workout videos on her social media lately, but social media trolls are insinuating that her body isn't natural. Carl tweeted, aren't we saying, are we saying that women can't work hard and transform their bodies? I've seen the hard work and I've seen the results. And trust me, this is all natural. Okay. Uh, since she was 10 years old, people have been calling this woman vile things because of her weight. And instead of letting the internet ruin her life, she went out and put the, the work in and changed her whole life. Fitness saved her life. Can you blame Carl for defending his girlfriend, Jordan? And what do you think about this? And she's also promoting her fitness, her fitness app now with, you know, about fitness. And I, I know she got dragged about that because people are calling out, but you had a lot of surgery. What do y'all think about this story? Al, what do you think? So I, there are two things that I feel about this story. Number one is he's only been dating her for a year and a half. There's something you won't ever be able to do is trump a person's fans who's been with them since day one. They remember when she was first introduced uh, through the Kardashians and they remember what her body looked like. And the fans, they know your body better than you actually know your body, if we're honest. Now, the issue that I have here is or what bothers me the most in this situation is a lot of celebrities and influencers like herself, they go out here and they make these changes to their body during the day, but then they moonlight as fitness gurus at night. And that's what really concerns me because what it ends up doing, it ends up hurting our young girls and our young men out here because they believe that they have to get their bodies to that level naturally. When the people that are influencing them to think like that didn't get their bodies there naturally. And what this causes is a great deal of depression and self-esteem issues and body issues for our young people. And it's just not right. I just wish there was a better way. We need to have a serious conversation around this because it's affecting our community more than most. And I really feel like we need to come up with a better solution. Hey, what do you think about, uh, you know, Carl's uh, claims that his, you know, his girlfriend's body is all real and she worked hard for that body in the gym and that is not to be talked badly about. What do you think about listen, this? Listen, I love a man defending his woman. And if it's the truth, listen, I, I can't prove it false any other way. So I'm going to take his word for face value. But the only thing that I offer to him is considering the fact of what her social circle is and who the people she's been around, it's not far-fetched. And don't make us out to be crazy that we believe that she has surgery because right. everybody that she surrounds herself with, that's their stilo. Her stuff just might be natural. And like I said, because he said it and I can't prove it otherwise, I'm going to take it for face value. But you're not going to treat us like we crazy for thinking that perhaps she may have had a little nip in the tuck and a little suck suck pool here and there. Now, do, do we have the picture of her when that she posted on her Instagram where she had the picture of her years ago when she was first introduced to the public? That one right there. So 
I think let people decide. Do you think that the body on the right is a non-worked-on body at all? I think two things can be true at the same time. I think she had some work done, and I think she works hard to maintain it. I think it's listen as someone who's tried to struggle with her weight the last few years, it is extremely hard to lose a couple inches off your waist, and she is snatched. She looks amazing, and I think plastic surgery is not as taboo as it once was. So it's okay to. I think we would do more um, more good than harm if if these social media influencers say, you know what, I did have a little bit of help, but I also you know also put in the work because it will come back. Liposuction is not an end-all, be-all. Jordan, with you look good, but it's okay. You, I agree. We, we, we wouldn't judge you. All right, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Hey, guys, welcome back to TGIF. I'm your host, Claudia Jordan. And guess what? It's time to pay some bills. All right, y'all. After a long day of work uh, and errands, there's nothing like unwinding with a great movie or series to end the night. But you can't do that if you run out of things to watch. Now, if you want to make sure that your content doesn't run dry... You need to check out all the great exclusives and exciting new releases on Acorn TV. Acorn TV is the largest free British streaming service that features great stories and shows you won't be able to find anywhere else. With Acorn TV, there's always something new to discover. It has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. From production to performances, the series you'll find on Acorn TV are refreshing because they're cleverly written visually striking and feature great actors like Thandi Newton. Right now I'm watching Miss Midsummer Murders and it's a mystery series that the Los Angeles Times calls a must for British TV fans. Now you get thousands of hours of new content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. Now go ahead and try Acorn TV for free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code T but you'll have to enter the code in lowercase letters. That's acorn.tv, code T, to get your first 30 days for free. All right, guys, we'll be right back with more of the shenanigans right here on TGIF right after this. All right, guys, welcome back to TGIF. I'm your host, Claudia Jordan, along with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Listen, we want to go to the chat and read some of the comments from the chat. And if you're enjoying the show tonight and uh, you love what you see here and you're hearing, give us some some thumbs up and some put some threes in the air if you want this show on three days a week. Yeah. Put some threes, put some threes, put some threes, put some threes. Some threes. Okay, let me see what y'all saying. Let me see what y'all say in the chat. I always get nervous. Let me see if it's like, are y'all being nice? Let me look. Uh, okay, okay, let's see. Um, okay, Miss uh, Kev NYC says, Jordan blew up on Twitter laying the table, getting a lymphatic massage, but you have to work out to maintain the look. Oh, basically saying that Jordan did get the work. Okay, um, okay. No, we didn't talk about Chloe Bailey yet. Okay, Claudia, hook your gay buddies up with men. Make a show about it. Wh- what? Okay. Um, You know what? Give me some good comments to read so I can read them. Okay. Give me some good comments. Okay. All right. All right. We're getting some threes. All right. We'll get to the comments when y'all got something spicy to say. All right, y'all. Let's get into some more, some more hot topics. Uh, A new California legislation would make it illegal to remove a condom during sexual intercourse without permission. Now, the bill passed in the California State Assembly this week, and it's set to be sent to Governor Newsom's office. The legislation seeks to add stealthing to the state's definition of sexual battery, which requires verbal consent before removing a condom. Are you guys in support of this new legislation to put stealthing, make that be a crime, 
on the books. What do you say, Al? This is this is concerning to me. Um, uh, one is these these lawmakers must have very, very boring sex. It must be very traditional boring sex. I, I just don't get where they come up with this type of stuff. If I I'm the type of person, if I start off with a condom, I'm going to end with a condom. But I can't lie. There have been plenty of times that the condom has got missing, uh, broke. Uh, all types of stuff can happen with a condom, especially if you're into aggressive sex. So I, I just I don't feel like that I should be worried that I'm going to get a fine or go to jail just because my condom broke or. The condom went missing. I, I don't know. I don't think I like this. This so makes what you what you what you telling us is it's that little that it fell off. <laughs> no, it's that big that it fell off. Don't you know? No, you don't. Know. Okay, got it. I ain't never seen a condom fall off a big one now. Well, if you have sex and you got a sizable and you don't really like using them anyway, and you don't pull them all the way down, it comes off. So that's what you're telling us. That's what I'm sharing with you. Could happen. You know yeah. what? The, the law, no, but but real talk, this is a listen. I am one of the most sexually free people you'll ever meet. I'm all for people doing whatever they want to do, but both parties need to be both parties, all three parties. If you round my house, all six parties need to be consenting on what it is that's going on. If you pull a rubber off and the other person doesn't know, that is a crime. That and 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 I, I I'm in support of this law. Now I I might not mess with that abo- that abortion law, but I'm in support of this. You can't pull no rubber off without somebody's. Let me ask you something, Q. So you've never you've never had sex with anybody where the condom came off while you were having sex, and when you finish, you look down and the condom's not there. I have, or it's been broken. I have, so, so but you, that that's different from intentionally pulling it off. I got it, but this law doesn't talk about intentional. This law basically says that if you don't let the other person know that the condom is no longer there, you can be held liable. Well, I mean, that's fair. If, if I'm the one doing the pumping and if I've realized that it's broken, I don't think that it's far-fetched for me to say, hey, this thing broke. What you want to do about it? That's still, I mean, for me, that's still fair. No, I, mean, I think you should know what's going into your body. And if you signed up to have sex with someone with a condom on, and if they're aware that it broke, they should let you know as soon as they know. And if they slip it off, I think that should be a crime. I have a friend that uh, got an STD that way. The man slipped the condom off and she ended up getting burnt. And, and then, you know, it said, and you know, you go to, she go to the doctor and get looked at like you're a skank. And she, she was a victim. And this man knowingly did this to her. You know, and I think, I think it, listen, it's going to be harder and harder to police intimate acts between people because you never really know the circumstances we all you know what i mean like anyone can say anything later on that's why i think the government does need to kind of in some regards stay out of some of the stuff but if you're purposely victimizing people and lying and saying you have a condom on and you slip it off that's could be that could be that could be deadly right i agree yeah, i can agree with that i just am worried that some people will take it to an extreme like i, I I, that's what I'm concerned about, especially if it's like a one night stand as a hit it and quit it and you don't call them back and they're going to be like, oh, now this is this is just another way that I can get back at you. That's all I'm saying. If you do it intentionally, you know, you're doing wrong, then you should have to reap the consequences. But for those that you didn't intentionally take it off or it ended up breaking or it ended up, you know, where it ended up. It's a different circumstance. Ran- yeah. Ran- Randy in the chat says stealthing is intentional removing of the condom. Mm. intentional absolutely should be unintentional yeah, things certainly. happen 
Yeah. Okay. All right. We uh, got to talk about the story. I saw this story. I was like, we have got to discuss this. China's government has banned men who do not appear to be masculine enough from television. On Thursday, the government told TV outlets that they should advance revolutionary culture, which is part of the Chinese government's larger plan to tighten control over business and society and enforce overall morality. Now, the government is concerned that Chinese pop stars are failing to encourage young men to be masculine enough. New sources, new sources in China also reporting that Outlets, TV outlets should not show vulgar, famous people or praise wealth or fame. Instead, programs should show traditional Chinese, traditional culture, revolutionary culture, advanced socialist culture. They are really cracking down. Do you think China's new policy will change how people view masculinity around the world? I mean, they've got two billion people. What do you think about these laws and what they're trying to do? Whoever wants to go first. It sounds like Lil Boosie is over there on the city commission. Um, <laughs> China girl, listen, Miss China, Miss China, y'all don't release the Kung flu on the whole damn nation, according to Donald Trump. And listen, I ain't a conspiracy theorist, but I am of the belief that a lot of this Delta Sigma Theta Mu Lambda Phi is coming from over there. Y'all got bigger things to worry about down in that Wuhan market than y'all do about who is masculine and who is feminine. And for the record, all of y'all is feminine because y'all is like dolphins. None of y'all grow body hair. So I don't know why y'all want to do this big push for masculinity in 2021, which y'all smooth, ne'er having asses, Al. Um, You know, the president, this is a part of the president's plan to do what's called a national rejuvenation. I know that we're reporting on this. National or vaginal? (laughs) It's a national rejuvenation is what he calls it. And uh, the masculinity part is just one of the things that he is calling calling for, which, you know, I think obviously he must have an issue, but they say it stemmed from one of the fragrant uh, talk show hosts um, showing um, up on their TV with a picture of him above it. And then there was a lot of chatter uh, in the country about that. Um, But he also, the thing that I did like about his national rejuvenation was that he is saying to the nation that they need to give less attention to um, very unhealthy celebrities. I think we should do that in the United States for sure. And also he says that we should limit the amount of time that kids under 18 are allowed to uh, uh, play on the internet uh, in gaming and other other pornographic type stuff, which, you know, I think that could help. So there are certain parts of his national rejuvenation that I did, did make sense. And there were certain parts like the uh, masculinity one that didn't make as much sense to me. What he's saying is common sense, but it seems like these are things that the parents should be executing in their own homes to make Mm -hmm. laws on these things in a communist country where anything can kind of go with the government as far as punishment seems a little nuts. So who's going to define what's it seems like I got bigger things to worry about. Right. And, and this whole masculinity thing. So, are you? Is it? Is it criminalized? Is is, is homosexuality being is criminalized? Being feminine, a feminine man, is that a criminal, a crime over there? Is that what we're doing over there, China? 
And like Julia said in the comments, no one thinks about China when they think about masculinity. And that's true, T. Y'all too busy being gymnasts, divers, and computer nerds. Ain't nobody thinking about brutes, Hercules, defending no nation or nothing when they come to China with nobody here. That part. So, so, Q, you say you've never, have you ever found a Chinese man attractive or have you ever had sex with a Chinese person? I have not. I've attempted one time. It didn't work out. Why? I'm not racist. I'm not biased, but I'm not going to apologize for my attractions. I am not attracted to Chinese men. I'm no just not. For you, Q. Huh? No Chinese porn for you. No, I don't want that anime karate Sailor Moon porn. I don't like that. I watch granny porn before I watch Sailor Moon porn. I don't, I'm just I'm just not attracted to uh Chinese men. You know what's weird? And I think is it Japan where it's illegal to show pubic hairs, but they have all kinds of little girls in school outfit uniforms, and it just seems a little ass backwards. You know, a lot of oppression, sexually repressed but they're people. They move like dolphins. They don't even have pubic hair. <laughs> I guess that's what makes it so grotesque. The few that do. Okay. Um, Let's get into the story before we get to this commercial. And Amazon, Amazon fired a black employee after a white man called him the N-word. Now, earlier this week, Nicholas Mayrant, who appears to be the brother of popular social media influencer uh, Heather Rose, was delivering a package to the home of Brad Boynton in uh, Cornelius, North Carolina. Okay. The incident, which was captured on a Ring doorbell camera, shows Boynton becoming angry at how the driver, Mayrant, parked his Amazon truck. He also accused the driver of breaking several Amazon policies. Now, when uh, Boynton, who also is an employee with Amazon, calls a colleague to report this man, he calls Myron the N-word multiple times and took photos of him. Now, according to a GoFundMe page for Mayrant, he was terminated shortly after the ordeal. Why was the, the, the driver fired? The man that was yeah. called the N-word? What did he do wrong? What are your thoughts on this? Walk away dude on the grass too seriously do you okay can we play that again please thank you walk away dude on the grass too seriously do you not know any policy Al, what do you think about that? Hey, oh, I'm getting ready to choose. <laughs> like you would say, baby, this is one of the best stories of the week. And let me share. So this particular incident, uh, the guy at the door tried, obviously, to use his influence because he's what's called a, pro a project manager. and posted the alternative story to what really happened. And guess what, guys? So Amazon at first, when he got fired, said that the program manager was saying, Nader, 
Nader, because that was the guy that he was talking to on the phone. The influencer posted the truth of what happened. They did a reinvestigation. The young black man has been given his job back and the white program manager has been released of his duties. What an amazing job. Heather Rose, you did that. And that's how you use your platform for the good. Congratulations. Because I was concerned because that young man had just purchased a brand new car, according to uh, Heather, and he had just got a brand new apartment. So him losing his job would have ruined his life in that town. Good for you, Heather. Bad for you, uh, Mr. Program Manager. Shame on you, Amazon, for lying in the beginning, but thank you for correcting a wrong. And young man, come on back to your job and make your money. And he should have been slapped the way I slapped that bitch at this bar tonight. <laughs> and that's all I got. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got a story about Roland Ray bragging on gifts from Beyonce. We'll be right back with more TGF after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your host, Claudia Jordan with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. We're going to hurry up because someone got a, a, a nature's calling from one of my co-hosts. We we'll love calls, Al. You better answer. Okay. When it's up, then it's stuck. Then it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> Speaking of stuck, let's. we got to talk about Roland Ray. Uh, he's letting the haters know that he's got a real friendship with the Queen Bee, Beyonce. The influencer on wheels. I did not write that. That was in my script. The, the influencer on wheels recently celebrated his birthday and told his followers that Beyonce sent him $5,000. Roland Ray tweeted, it's Beyonce gifting me $5,000 for me. She always comes through. I love her like shit, purr. Uh, now, do y'all really believe that Roland Ray has a friendship with Beyonce? Is this a real thing? I, he says she's given him a few things. What do y'all think? I feel like Beyonce does send him some Ivy Park stuff. Listen, for whatever it's worth, Roland Ray does have a following. He does have eyes on him. And if you want to get your product out there, you know, she sends her Ivy Park stuff to a lot of influencers. And I would not be surprised if Rolling Ray does get some stuff. I mean, people know who Rolling Ray is. For whatever it's worth, that girl is a celebrity. Purr. <laughs> Al, what do you think about this? I agree. I mean, I, I would hope that he wouldn't, you know, lie on her. And I would think that, uh, you know, Beyonce's team would have addressed it by now if he was not being honest about anything as relates to her. I mean, it looks good on her part to 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 gift him things, you know, and support him. He has a disability and he's got to eat and, and, and survive like everybody else. And it's good to see her feeding uh, individuals like Roland Ray. Roland Ray is an interesting character. We we wanted Roland Ray to be on Foxhole one time for an interview, but he wanted to charge us like $1,500 for an interview. And I'm like, but I had... Leave it Major. alone, Claudia. Leave it alone. <laughs> but I think he's funny, though. I think I think Roland Ray is really entertaining. I really do. But that's just not how media works. Well, like, listen, you don't pay when Beyonce paying her 5000 she says she can't mess with us. We are streaming network, honey. Right. She says she getting five. She need at least 15 from us, honey. <laughs> I saw the video she said, because she said, we're going to play this forever in perpetuity and we're going to get paid and she's going to get nothing. And she said she wasn't stupid. So I said, you know what, girl, I can't get mad for anybody defending their rights in perpetuity. Purr. <laughs> should, should, should we, hey, before we get into the game, we have a couple minutes. 
Um, we don't do a lot of interviews on the show, but it, I think it's always difficult to interview with more than one person, like, you know, um, on Zoom. But who would be on the wish list of people that y'all would love to have to invite on the show? Let's just put it out there. Let's manifest things. Mm-hmm. Closing out 2021. Anybody y'all would want to bring on the show to have an interview with? I can't think of nobody. I don't like people like that. Yeah. I don't think I can think of anybody either. Uh, I think it would be situational. Like if something really hot is happening and they feel like they would want to come and share with us and not anyone else, I could see that. But I don't have anyone on a wish list to have here. Okay. People ask me all the time about guest hosting on the show. I'm like, hold on now. But there's a lot of that. But anyways, let's get into the game before oh, people are in the comments. Johnny Gill, Boosie, T.S. Madison, Janet Jackson, yeah, okay. Bolo, Melody Holt, Purr, T- a lot of T.S. Madison's, Remy Ma, okay. Okay, I mean. They all know. want T.S. Madison. Diana Ro- Morris Chestnut, okay. Viable, viable. We're not doing boozy, not as long as I'm on this shit. Louis Farrakhan, Hazel E., Monique, Idris. Girl, play this game before I quit this damn <laughs> job. <laughs> all right, y'all, let's play a game of this or that's pretty simple. Just pick what you prefer. And that's it. This or that. All right, y'all. Y'all ready? For that. All right. Morning sex. I'm sorry. Morning sex or drunk sex after a long night? Which one would y'all prefer? Drunk sex after a long night. I love morning sex. I love morning sex. Yeah, me too. I, I'm when I'm time time to go to bed. It's time to go to bed. All right. Vacation or solo staycation? Which one do y'all prefer? Solo staycation. Solo vacation. I'm vacation all day. We 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 travel well together. Casamigos or Hennessy? Casamigos or Hennessy? Hennessy. I've been drinking Hennessy since I was fourteen. Oh, Hennessy. Cute. <sighs> y'all know y'all, it's already known that I mix them, so I'm gonna say both because Hennessy can take you right where you need to go, but tequila. Tequila is my go-to. Like that's, that's my- why your that's why your lips that swollen and that allergic reaction between uh-huh. that brown and that Casamigos. And I'm just gonna tell y'all something, black people, y'all don't mud at Casamigos. Uh, Casamigos is the new Tulum. When y'all got a hold of Tulum, baby, y'all just acted like that was just the most exotic place on earth. No, because black people, um, uh, what did you call muted or mudded out Hennessy? That's a black people drink right there. Don't no, even- I mean that's that's not that's not mudded out. That's just a black boy's rites of passage. Hennessy. That's okay. the first thing I ever drank. But y'all don't got a hold of Casamigos, and y'all just act like it's just the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Miami or Atlanta for a good time? Which Miami. One? I would say Miami. All expense, uh, all expense. Um, I'm sorry. Expensive wedding or paid off house? Paid off house. Paid off house. Top or bottom? Top. You know how much liquor get in my system. <laughs> if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling fishy, if I'm feeling like a nigga, what's up? <laughs> you know what? I want to thank my co-hosts Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. Be safe. I'll be gone in Aruba, broadcasting from Aruba next week. Y'all stick around. The Tammy Mac show is up next. Y'all be good on any streets. Funky, stop beating up people. Uh, <laughs> good night.